ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Doug Brown. The NBA Finals don't start for another week, but the Warriors likely won't have Kevin Durant or DeMarcus Cousins, at least for the start of the Finals. Durant with a right calf strain, Cousins a torn left quad. Tonight, the Bucks and Raptors play Game 5 in the East Finals in Milwaukee. Toronto forward Kawhi Leonard says he's fine physically, but... ESPN's Byron Scott isn't buying. I'm extremely concerned. Uh, I mean, we, we can see this man is playing hurt. You know, uh, you can just see it sometimes in his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he he's such a warrior that he's just going to go out there and continue to play as hard as he can. Byron Scott on the jump. Our Game 5 coverage starts shortly, 7.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The All-NBA teams announced today, Giannis Antetokounmpo and James Harden are unanimous picks for the first team. Antetokounmpo is now eligible to get a Supermax contract next summer. Also on the first team, Steph Curry, Paul George, and Nikola Jokic. Defensive lineman Indomitian Sue will get a one-year contract with the Buccaneers. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports the deal is worth $9.25 million. Sue will replace Gerald McCoy on the Bucks' D-line. McCoy will visit with the Browns tomorrow. Baseball finals today, battle of first-place teams. The Phillies beat the Cubs 9-7 at Wrigley. The Mets beat the Nationals 6-4. Carlos Gomez with a three-run homer in the eighth. Pirates beat the Rockies 14-6. The Yankees take the Orioles 6-5. That's five wins in a row for New York. The Red Sox beat the Blue Jays 8-2. After dropping games one and two in Milwaukee, the Raptors storm back to win back-to-back games in Toronto. Now the series returns to Milwaukee for game five. Coverage begins tonight at 7.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. TCL is a proud sponsor of the studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. It's The Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. That's right, it's The Beer Show here on Score North on 1500 and online. We are scorenorth.com. It's The Beer Show live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, sir. How you doing, Reavers? I'm great, and normally, you know, we'd start really cracking down the issues of cold brew, but... we, we can't avoid this topic. It's pretty impressive, isn't it? Your Minnesota Twins are currently leading the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Southern California, north of New Mexico, north of Mexico, <laughs> uh, Angels, 15-2. to two, And I believe if they do hold on to this victory yes. in the eighth inning, they will have the best record in Major League Baseball. Ninth inning now. And uh, it's May 23rd. They've never had this large of a lead in the division before June 1st, ever. Ever. And I'm just here to say, I told you so. Yes, you did. I, I think- called, I, I didn't think they'd be this good, but I did say they were going to win the division this year, and people laughed. They mocked. They ridiculed me you know, for predicting that. I'm going to tell you, that was a stupid take. It turned out to be really great. Yeah. I mean, I'm giving you some credit. Thank you. But it made absolutely... Absolutely no sense. In fact, after I ago. said it, we had a we had a baseball practice with my guys in the town. They're like, okay. you really think they're they're not going to win? The, it's the yeah, Twins. Like no one knows. Said, but the division's awful, and I don't think Cleveland's that good. I mean, I still think Cleveland's better than what they've been playing. Sure, but they, they 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 have holes in their lineup. Okay. I just didn't. I just wasn't sold on Cleveland. It this looks year. like a pretty nice day out in LA, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and tell me this. Okay, I should be sitting there having a beer. Why is there no one? 
in the stands. Well, I mean, no one. It, it's twofold. Number one, the Angels are a mediocre to just slightly above a bad baseball team. Okay, it's L.A. Yeah, <laughs> this just in. There's other things to do than watch baseball. Sure. But what what's killing? Their audience for this game is the fact that this game was supposed to be played last okay, night. Okay, so it's a day it, game, and it started at one game. o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday. What was, what was all the talk about? Like, or we were just so pissed that we had to stay another day, or what was going on? Uh, basically, the, both teams were mad because this is last night was their second postponed game since 1995, I believe, mm-hmm. and they don't have the drainage system equipped. Like the twins have one of the most state of the art sure. drainage systems have because no they have a lot of elements to deal with yeah. year round. Whereas this stadium never sees rain, mm-hmm. so they don't they don't really they're not equipped to handle okay. rain. Because in fact, if you look when they called the game, because there were still shots from like Lavelle and Phil, or not, I don't think Lavelle's out there, but Phil Miller and those that cover the game, Rhett Bollinger, who covers them for the Angels, used to work here. Okay, the the the, the skies were blue. It was great, but there's you know standing, standing water, water everywhere. So the reason I wanted to bring up the Twins is I still get this sense that there isn't a buy-in factor yet with people that watch this team. It's not the buy-in of the team, Reavers. It's the weather. Baseball weather hasn't started here, so no one's thinking about, I want to go sit in a chair and watch the Twins in the sun. They're thinking, oh, if I had to go to a Twins game, I'm going to freeze to death. Well, and I'm not even necessarily thinking about people going to the game because I have never, ever been one that said you should be going to this because people only have so much Mm -hmm. discretionary income. They can only spend so much. You know, I've got two kids and a wife. And for me to, even if I, even if I get free tickets to take them, it's going to run me 200 bucks parking. You know, they need food, love and beer. So anyway, yeah, right. Exactly. But my point is, I've never been one that rips people for either going or not going mm-hmm. to the game. That you do what you want. Sure. That's that's completely up to you. I'm saying I because I you know I I, I tweet during Twins games and I monitor Twins. I still get the sense that people aren't buying it because well I hear that the, the common phrase I hear is well play a winning team and get back to me. Oh really? And I I, I don't get it. Sure. That that's the part I don't get because I don't I think people are still expecting. Either the bottom to fall out or for them to be how bad they were, say, in 2016 when they were the worst team in baseball. What it could be is a bunch of guys like me, Reavers, Mm -hmm. because if it were baseball season in my mind, I'd start paying attention to the Twins. And then I'd say, oh, my God, they're really good. Keep talking. It's like 100,000. So I think what the difference is, is they don't have the guys like me on board yet because I'm the fringe not, baseball yeah fan? because I'm not thinking it's baseball season. I, I have not paid one second of attention to the twins because I'm still thinking if I walk outside without a jacket I might freeze to death so it's completely weather related yeah for it's you? not even going to the games it's just I'm not in baseball mindset right now and of course you I, of course you have you know you have NBA finals that I'm a huge fan of are you wait, really wait, no oh. what about the Stanley Cup like, wait you are what about the Stanley Cup has to be coming up pretty soon right sure I'm a huge fan. Of, oh, wait. no, 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 you're not, no. no I, I was. But you shocked. are a hockey. You go to I'm a, games. I'm a hockey fan. And I'm a basketball fan. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I didn't even know. I, they're still going. How is that possible? <laughs> and then spring training starting. You know the the um, whatever they call this. What is it? Optional workouts for the Vikings. What do they call that? Oh, uh, organized team activities. Yes, OTAs. Yeah. And uh, which we have covered like a blanket on ScoreNorth.com. Oh, I'm sure we by do. It's it's so impressive. So I'm looking forward to paying a ton of attention to the Twins when I can go there and sit. What is your ideal beer that you have when you go to a Twins game? Well, it depends because they do they do a nice job of changing their menu, so to speak, when mm-hmm. it comes to beer. Uh, but for me personally, 
My favorite spot is, of course, the the Town Ball Tavern. Okay, I love that place. Sure, I I will literally just get a standing room ticket and just go and, and just in. go sit in there and hang out. I it, love that place. I know. I'll oftentimes go to Herbie's, Herbex, yep. not Herbie's, yep. Herbex, and have a two gingers or big ginger mm-hmm. and sit there and think, man, the game. I I don't even know that there's a football or a baseball game going on. Because I'm just sitting at the bar. I mean, it's happening. And then the part that I love the most is there's a deck. Outside, a little patio. Yeah, a little patio. Yeah, and yeah. then I'm out on the patio and I think, right. what am I doing? I've lost my ever-loving mind. I love her because you'll run into Herbie too there yeah, every once in a while. The only problem I have with Herbex, and this is going to sound completely elitist, is that it gets too crowded sometimes. Um, or score, by the way, or score uh, more. the score now is 16 to 2 at don't, yeah, sixteen to two. Uh, twins are up over the Angels in the top of the ninth. Only inning. seventeen hits though, so, so that's not that many. But they have eight home runs <laughs> yeah, as a team today. I think I believe that that is Jonathan. Help me out. Is that one shy of the record, or did they tie the record? That ties the record. That did tie yeah. the record. The second I, time they've done that this season already. I, I was down in the podcast studio watching the game, listening to to Dick, and I think it was Dan Gladden doing the yeah. game down there. And I, th- I thought, okay, so that did tie the team record, which goes way back, by the way, because as you know, Michael, yes. before they were the Twins, they were called the Washington Senators, which was a charter member of the American League. So this I is a knew long, that. long record. I knew that. Anyway. I am watching, see, Jonathan has a TCL Broadcast Studios TV in his broadcast studio. So is that where you're watching? And I'm watching girls um, softball, Oklahoma versus Florida. Wait, are we and playing today? S- and Stephanie Snow just happens to be up. And oh. guess what Stephanie is? What? She's a looker. Okay. Beautiful blonde hair. She's right. got... Oh. <clears throat> Let's transition to beer, I'm going to tell you. All right. Makes Any me want to drink. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, let's transition over to beer quickly, because there was a, sub, uh, a story that I wanted to bring up, and this is completely self-serving. I'll okay. explain at the very end. Got it. But I had to bring this up today, because literally... This story was sent to me by about 15 different people to discuss on the beer show. Love it. Are you ready? I am. Here we go. Ever dreamed of having your wedding sponsored by Bush Beer? The company on Monday announced plans to make that a reality for one lucky couple. Duos ready to walk down the aisle can enter to win for the chance to have their ceremony officiated by the Bush guy. Nice. Do you take this Bush to be your official sponsor of your wedding, the company tweeted? In honor of wedding season, we're giving you the chance to have Bush guy as your officiator, as well as receive... $25,000 $25,000 and a full supply of Bush beer. Tell us why you deserve it by using the hashtag Bush Weddings and hashtag contest. The beer spokesperson was ordained as of Monday, Bush said in a news release, and the $25,000 check serves as a wedding gift to help the soon to be wed pair celebrate the things in life that really matter, they added. The contest is open until May 31st. To couples in the U.S. who can enter by sharing on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram why they want to get married by Bush Guy using hashtag Bush Weddings and hashtag Contest. People can also enter online by answering why Bush Beer should sponsor your wedding. The couple's wedding date must be between July 1st and August 31st, the company said. Uh, Bush is about. Okay. I, Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. So I made a comment about a girl playing softball. And I got a text message from my girlfriend that she was mad at me. So in that time, you're reading that. So what I should do, Reverse, <laughs> is I should sign up for this. Yes. And try to win the Bush Guy wedding. Yep. Because nothing would be more romantic. When you have your cartoon bubble of yep. this wedding, absolutely. what do you envision? Oh, I am seeing every car, not just the couple's car. Mm-hmm. 
Every car has the empty cans on strings tied to the bumper. Yep. That's that's number one. That's a prerequisite. Love it. To love attend it. that wedding. And I'm seeing I'm seeing And some truck testicles. You know I, those trucks. That yes. Is, the hanging yeah. ones off yes. the end of the bumper. Yep. yep. But I you know what I'm seeing? Hmm. I'm seeing some fun. I'm seeing some fun too. I really am. I'm seeing a lot of halter tops so, for some reason. And the and the reason I bring this up, and I already posted this, so I I I'm not speaking out of turn because I've already posted this to okay. his Facebook page, but my dear brother-in-law Jacob is get my 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 wonderful wife's brother Jake okay. is getting married this summer oh. in the middle of August twenty five grand of and I said Bush beer bro you need to enter this contest because I wouldn't necessarily I mean I would gladly take the twenty five thousand dollar check don't mm-hmm. get me wrong of course but I would would I be able to convince my beautiful bride to have this as our wedding probably not no. However, I would love nothing more than to be the person attending this wedding as just a guest. You know, I'm going to, someone said something to me the other day. They were, they were talking about beer snobs. Okay. And they said, you're probably one of those beer snobs who doesn't drink, you know, Miller Lite. And I'm like, no, we're not. No, not at all. We are not. I love a great light beer. To get wild with, and I think I would love a wedding that had an unlimited supply of bush light. The um, the the, the town ball circuit that I'm usually on during the summer months, bush light. Crazy. That's 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 what they sell. Suitcases, a, you know, a bush it's usually light. twenty bucks for a twelve pack at of bush at your, you know, for instance, uh, Friday night we play in Lonsdale. We play mm-hmm. the Lonsdale Aces, go Lakers, and that's what they'll that's sure. what they'll sell, and that's what we'll drink is bush light. So does. Let me ask this. Go ahead. Uh, Twelve pack for twenty bucks. So yeah. everybody buys one, and you sit in the back. No, literally. Like I, I usually, I'll say, "Hey, I'll, I got the first twelve e, so I'll go buy." But 12 how pack. many guys are on your team? Uh, well, there's usually twelve. There's right? usually about ten of us that'll hang around after okay. the game and have one. So you got to go through some beers, probably, because oh, yeah. you can drink bush like you know, kids don't drink if you're not old enough. But if you are. You can pretty much do everything with bush light because as you drink them, if you drink them slow enough, you actually get more sober. Because they're kind of watered down, right? Like if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're doing, if you're doing something sweaty, you're basically just drinking water. If you're mowing lawn. If you're mowing the lawn, mm-hmm. there's really no limit to the amount you can have. So go for it. Just go. That's probably not legally able to say that. But you can probably have a lot of bush light. I, I, I don't think we should necessarily advocate for anyone under the age no of No more than drinking. five an hour. Right. Okay. No, 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 no more than anything. Okay. Well, yeah. no, no, not if you're 20. You have to be 21 yeah. plus. But I get what you're saying. Okay. Uh, but but again, I, I I wouldn't want to necessarily. I know I couldn't convince. Well, I'm already I'm already hitched. Yeah. And I'm. It's never happening again. I'm. You know, when she decides to wise up and leave me, I'm. I'm never. I'm never doing it again. Yeah. But I do want to be the guy that attends this wedding. Worst smelling wedding though, because they give you the farts. <laughs> right. Bush light. Am I? Am I right? You get that rot gut feeling. Uh, You're like, oh, worst, worst smelling dance floor. You know how like you walk into a party and uh-huh. it smells like a farmhouse. Like it's like, oh, what is that smell? And okay. it's people that are sweaty. Yep. You throw 300 bush lights in there, and what do you got? You got problems. His name is Mike Fratelloni <laughs> with Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and boy, is he on his A game tonight. And uh, my name is Chris Reavers. We're going to step aside for just a brief moment and come back with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. It's time for the weekly beer run right after this on Score North on 1500. And of course, online, we are scorenorth.com.
Welcome back to the Beer Show here on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and it's our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits here in studio because it's time for the weekly beer run. Normally, you would have the wonderful Ryan, the beautiful Tom, but sadly, you're stuck with Jim this week. Hi, Jim. <laughs> I'm back. I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> I'm coming um, more and more often, so you better get used to this. That's fine. That's fine. You know I love you. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, if you're not familiar with Elevated, well, then shame on you. They have the best bottle shops, folks, and we're not joking, uh, in the Twin Cities. They are located in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd, and also in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake, which I have a feeling that shop on Memorial Day weekend up in White Bear is going to be a busy one well one would think uh hopefully the weather's breaking so hopefully yeah i mean every week lately it's been like oh monday everything's gonna look great Mm -hmm. and then add rain and lower the temperature by 15 degrees. So that's actually Ryan's joke. He said it earlier okay. in the day, and I'm like, that's pretty As good. As he's sli- slightly crying. Did you write it down to bring it in? What do you think's written on my wrist? Oh, boy, he really did. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, so that's... But, yeah, it'll it'll be hopping. Both stores were... We were yeah. already hopping tonight when I left. I mean, it, people are excited for this weekend. It's going to be a good one. There's so much great beer that came in this week. They got to stock up, man. Yep, got to get it. Mm-hmm. So uh, what we do is we feature a, a cool and unique brewery during this segment every week, and one that... Um, Apparently, I have had before and wasn't wasn't familiar with, but one that maybe people in this market might not be all that familiar with, even though they've been here for a couple of years. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. Uh, distill here. Well, Geo, do Hello. your thing. Yeah. Hi, Geo. How are you, man? <laughs> doing well. Doing well. Is Geo short for Giannopolis or what is it? It's not. Uh, it's it's short for Giotto. Giotto. So you're Italian. Yes. No, okay. I got a better idea. When they ask you what it's short for, even though I can't imagine anybody would except for Mike, you just say it's short for... Giannis Attentacumpo. Is that the guy from the Bucks? Oh, right? That's yes. what you should I got, do. I got the jersey. I've got okay. the jersey. <laughs> I'm a Wisconsin guy <laughs> right. at heart. There you go. Um, so tell us about kind of the history of you guys at Distill, both in this market and kind of as a whole. Yeah, so we've been in the market for about five years, I want to say. Uh, we've been with a couple different distributors now, but we're with Artisan now. Um, they've been doing really well for us, growing you know over 80% this last year, uh, 2018 over 2017, and now over 100% so far, 2019 over Oh, wow. Wait until so, your appearance on the beer show hits the market. Exactly, and we're talking right? 300%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we're hoping for this weekend with nice. a couple of samplings, right? Nice. Um, but yeah, we've uh, we're mainly known for the wild sour series. That's sort of what we're known for nationwide. Um, there was this really cool stat that came out. We're we're responsible for about sixteen percent of nationwide sour beer sales. You're kidding? Um, no. Yeah, we're distributed oh. in forty states uh, nationwide, close to what forty percentage? states. What percentage? Sixteen percent. Holy so, cow! Uh, about one in six or seven tap beers poured that's a sour or four pack cans or six pack cans picked up at a liquor store is one of our wild sour series. And so it, um, I, for some reason, I haven't heard of you. No, I'm no, no offense. No right? worries. It's, but it's, it's D E S T I H L. That's correct. Yeah. So it's not distill like as in D distillery. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's distill like steel brand chainsaws, like distill. Uh, like yeah. A French we, way. we get that a lot. Like, okay. or are you related? Does the steel have a beer line? Yes. No, we're not. We're not. It's like not we're a, of nothing steel, like chainsaws yeah. and steel go to or no. uh, chainsaws and beer. They don't really go together. None of that. Okay. No, but, We've, uh, yeah, I mean, the Wild Sour series has been around since pretty much uh, close to our inception. Um, Ten years ago, we started as a brew pub in Illinois, central Illinois. and um, What city? 
Normal. Okay. Normal Illinois. <laughs> sure. Yep. Um, it ain't normal I know why anymore. you picked up that question. That question uh, <laughs> to draw out out of me. Normal yeah. Illinois. But um, no, I mean it's it's the home of Illinois State University, and then we we built our um, second brew pub in 2011 in Champaign. Um, and at both those places, we brewed a small amount of beer, but then we realized there was a little bit more of a demand for it. So we started a production brewery in 2013. In, in Merlot, Illinois. <laughs> in Merlot. Yeah, it's Champagne, and then they moved to Merlot. Champagne, Merlot. Yeah. Distil- like I said earlier, he's on his A-game, yeah, folks. My, uh, he is on his A-game. I got one beer in yeah. me. Do you have a button for that? <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> Anyway, but, continue. Yeah, no, and then um, you know, after that 2013 uh production brewery came about, we um we we started doing these sour things. So we did initially open air fermentation, um, and that was able to then go into a barrel, and then a year or two later we were able to propagate that barrel and pull that culture of yeast and bacteria out, and now we've been culturing that and propagating that over the last, you know, close to a decade now. Um into the wild sour series so every wild sour series beer technically is wild in its start so this it tastes like what chicago tastes like nope downstate illinois oh, so not taste, quite as dirty as chicago taste what, <laughs> yeah. it has the taste of downstate illinois exactly right? champagne which is, illinois which is, that's what if you want to taste champagne illinois this is the wild yeast that was flying around from just people walking around the wild yeast in the air. Absolutely. That's kind of cool. Understand got, mixed fermentation. I think over I there. am, aren't I? You there got we ponds, go. You Six got years. Flowers. You got birds. You got whatever. Whatever's yeah, in the air. Infections. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. All that stuff for sure. I That's will it. say this too. Uh, I, 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 like I said, I, I guess I have tried your beer, but this is the first time I, I had a little sip of your of your sour. And at first, and I, I've this has been well documented on the show. I was not a fan of sour beers when I first tried them. I get that they have gotten better over the years, but. This is a sour beer I would I would absolutely purchase. So th- this this is really really good. Which, which one do you have? I this one right now I have the key lime pie one, mm-hmm. which again, what I, I on on just the name of it, gross. I don't want to try key lime pie, but <laughs> key lime pie is my favorite. But it's, but the it's moment, really really good. You, the it's moment really Gio good. said you had that, I was like, I need to try that. I yeah. love key lime pie. And the other yeah. one, the other one, I believe Michael was it you that the said wild it had, sour. It had uh, a little little hint of uh, sea salt. Is yeah, that, that wasn't yeah the pina colada. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yep, so that's our current seasonal. We do about 12 of these on an annual basis. You, no, you 12 right. different it, it, sours? It was, the, yeah. it was the pina colada, but you tasted salt. It okay. was like, whoa. Yeah. 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 Like the we use all the... real ingredients. It's mm. French sea salt in there. We mm. don't skimp on importation or anything like Chinese that. Chinese sea salt. Exactly. No, it's, it's not table salt. <laughs> you know. Um, no, but uh, yeah, 12 on an annual basis. So we do um, four, four annuals, four seasonals, and four super limited. So that key lime pie, that's a limited. Wow. That's going to be one that's available for a one-time drop. I mean, Jim knows. Um, It goes quick. We still have a little bit of the key lime in Minneapolis. White mm -hmm. Bear does not, but we do have the Pina Colada and some of these other ones as well. So, so Jim, let me ask you from a retail standpoint, um, you obviously have a section of fans that are constantly, like me with with the Hazy IPs, which we'll get to in a second here, but for for those that are the kind of the sour heads that are always looking for the rotating sours, the new sours, you will get those people that come in and either ask for or know the release date of of said sours, and then it will just run its course. Is that kind of how it works? Um, yeah, you know, um, depending on how in tune they are, but you know, um, you know how it works at Elevated. Sometimes they're looking to us to tell them when they're out. Sure. Uh, so that once I find out on Monday that we're getting this in, and I see people that I know are in sours, I'm like, yeah, you got to check out the wild sour coming in. But the one cool thing about the wild sours is. As far as we've been doing this, this is definitely the first canned sour by years. 
I mean, because we had it five years ago. And I can't think of anyone else. Maybe White Birch did a little bit. But, I mean, this was the first. Now cans are, everything's cans. Mm, you know, sure. it's pretty normal to see anything. We have barrel-aged stouts and cans, whatever. But having uh, a four-pack of a canned sour, you know, five years ago was unheard of. And that, so they've been on our shelves that long. Why, why, did it take, why did it take the sour so long to adapt? Or is that a, is that a, is that a question yeah, for you? Yeah, um, so sours are a really historic style. Um, Goza is probably the most commonly known style of sour, mm-hmm. and that was well, that was lost for hundreds of years. People just didn't brew it anymore. Um, and so when we started doing it, uh, here Goza nothing was our first one, and it was a Goza style coriander and sea salt. Um, and people looked at it like, oh, this is it's a, it's a sour. It's a beer, but it's sour. Like, are you sure it's a beer? <laughs> mm-hmm. It doesn't taste like beer. Right. And so people just didn't. They didn't connect to it they didn't connect to it adapt to it and it's taken years and years and years for people to grow to it um we were the second to jim's point we were the second uh brewery in the country to can sour beers behind anderson valley okay um and so when we did that obviously we were ahead of the time and you know we haven't really looked back in terms of canning uh, we've started canning pretty much everything. And how long and ago was that? Th- uh, that was about 2013 okay. um, when we started our production brewery. Gotcha. Um, and so when we started distributing those canned sours, it was ahead of its time for sure. And we knew that. That was when Reavers and I were getting people on this show that were making sours that were unbelievable, unbelievably sour sours. You couldn't drink them. And Reavers and I would say, forget it. Move on past the sours. We're not yeah. getting it. And Reavers was not a fan of sours then, right? No, no, not at all. And it morphed into something. Can you say <laughs> sessionable, Jim? A sessionable well, there's sour. There's many different types of sours, and you guys are mm-hmm. talking about these super traditional Belgian, the Flanders, and these aged in very strong barrels with some very strong, um, different yeast and bacteria in the beers that definitely can wreak a little havoc in your stomach. Sure. I've gone to a sour beer festival and you don't want to know what happened I, afterwards. I thought it was but now these brewers guys, trying to show off. No, it's okay. two different. I mean, it's two different things. It like, is. And that's not a palatable... Well, it's palatable. It's really good. For if one. That's your, you know, rips yeah. your teeth off. If that's your thing, it's really good. Can't kinda, sores in the morning. You know, yes. kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not what you're drinking every day. That's not you go to the liquor store and buy a four-pack so it's not changing consumer behavior of what they're drinking all the time. Mm-hmm. And as, you know, people understood and products you know especially like you know the wild sour series from distill and people started trying these the berliner vices the gozas that you know you say you like today are much easier to drink mm-hmm. they're also traditional but also a different style and that's and that's what we're seeing you know people going for and people aren't really as interested anymore as the, some of those crazy huge sours but this stuff sells and people enjoy it by the bucketful and there's still two distinctly different levels of sour. There are the barrel-aged sours and there are the kettle sours. Kettle sours are not aged in barrels. They are literally quick sours. It's very similar to like, you know, you put bread out on the table to let it rest a little bit before Mm -hmm. you bake it. Um, Whereas barrel-aged sours is like you throw that bread into a barrel and let it sit for two years, you know, and then it's got a little bit more of a spoiled taste. It's also much more sour because that bacteria has a longer period of time to do its thing. Gio, do they have a term for the sourness of a beer? Like they have an IBU. Do they have a a, a term that gives you the sourness of it? It's the pH level. Oh, so it's the pH level. Yep, the acidity of it. Okay. Mm Kind of like when I wear a secret. 
it's pH balance for old man. But yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah, it's like and when you wear those dress pumps, Dang like it. looks like a sneaker, but that was feels pretty, like a pump. Yeah. You guys, I thought that was you guys pretty clever. It. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. He's already it, it ready coming on the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Distill Brewing, the the guest here on the beer show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Two tastings, by the way, this weekend, this Friday. That would be tomorrow, from five to seven p.m. at the South Minneapolis location, and this Saturday from three to five p.m. at the White Bear Lake store. You can find more information online at Elevated BWS. Dot com. So getting back to the beer portfolio, I will say that I'm I'm one of those that I am a complete haze head, and that's pretty much about 80% of the beer that I'm drinking now because I just I have legitimately fallen in love with this style of beer. So I'm looking at a can of extended jam hazy IPA. Is this a year-round? Is this a is this a seasonal? What am I looking at? Because it's really good. So you're looking at the Deadhead IPA series, which is comprised of four separate seasonals, three months long. Um, they might run into each other a little bit, so it's three to four months long. This one is Extended Jam. It's our quarter two seasonal. Um, this one in particular is 7%, 70 IBUs. It's got El Dorado and Mosaic hops in it, which gives it a really nice tropical sort of stone fruit vibe. Um, all of our beers in this Deadhead IPA series are hazy IPAs. Um, they're all going to be well-balanced. They're all going to have a nice crispness to them mm-hmm. um, that you don't normally find a lot of times with hazy IPAs. A lot of times breweries, to uh, in order to make them hazy and in order to make them as aromatic as possible, shove as many hops in it as and possible. And that gets it really cloudy, correct? Gets really, yeah. It gets it really cloudy. Um, also, there's there's flaked oats that go into it in order to give it that cloudiness. Um and we, we add all those things too, but our difference is that we, we try to balance the base beer with the hop profile that we add. We have a really um, scientific team over at the brewery that gives it um, all the checks and balances up and down to make sure that this is basically um, as drinkable of a beer as possible. You can drink an entire six pack of the yes, you're going to be drunk, but you can drink a six pack of these without your palate. He said that like it was an insult. (laughs) (laughs) Well, without your palate actually being fatigued in any manner. Um, Same with the sours. I mean, we try to do the same thing with the sours. We don't try to make them as, as Mike said, um, super sour, Mm -hmm. I guess we don't try to make them like palate wreckers. Um, you can have several of them. You've had the Goza. I mean, it's nice and dry. You can have another sip after, after Mm -hmm. you set it down, you know, it's, it's not something that you're going to have one and done of. And that's what we try to do with our IPAs as well. So Um, is the, is the extra cloudy, extra hazy, whatever you want to call it style of IPA. Is it created that way because, uh, the brewer got a little bit lazy or is it created that way because there is a demand for that extra cloudy, extra hazy style? It, it, it's not just the look that's mm-hmm. making it hazy. There's a lot of science okay. that a lot of these guys aren't going to tell you because it's very, the guys that are doing it well, or guys and girls, obviously, gals. Um, but yeah, I mean, it has to do with temperature, has to do with when you do your hop additions, when mm-hmm. to make these beers. And, you know, to one thing about this beer in particular um, is definitely been my favorite over the last few months. Um, well, this series, this one's only been out for what about a month. We had a drop of it a few weeks ago. Yep. I've drank probably three six packs of it, and with the amount of stuff I have coming in, I can't say that about a lot of beers. But yeah, yeah that's impressive you, when you have a lot of choices. Yeah, and so the thing mm-hmm. about this beer that he was saying, uh, that Gio was saying, is yes, it's balanced. Um, it's definitely juicy and all those great things of these, you know, um, of these hazy beers, but 
it, the yeast is taken care of perfectly. Um, there's just not too much heaviness uh, on the tongue. or that You can have a few, but you're still having a beautiful, super high quality. You know, it's not a crazy mass produce for the masses. Make it hazy, sell it still at, you know, $8.99 as much as everything else. No, it has the quality ingredients, the taste, everything else, and the drinkability. And that's G- why I love it. Jim from Elevated and Geo from Distill Brewery. I thought hazy IPAs were... A lazy IPA. That's why some brewers kind of hated that trend because they like to show that they could make the same flavor but still make a clearer and crisp beer. Is that not the case? That's not the case. I mean, you guys talk, we've talked about that with people from some of the, a few other breweries. Yeah, you've been on. I I, I end up coming in with a lot of the New England uh, style guys, but uh, no, it's not. I mean, it's, it's a lot more complicated and I've seen plenty of failures. I mean, uh, there's plenty of people that have tried to make them or that don't understand or whatever. No, it, it's just as hard as making some of the others. Um, and I think that, you know, people are starting to understand that there's brewers that, you know, uh, that we've had on the show that like originally were lager guys, like, you know, the guys from last time I was on an event, those guys would have not make a hazy IPA for the, you know, if their life depended on mm. it because of that's kind of the thought they had. Sure. But as they watched and realized the skill and learned the science, cause there's a ton of science, just like in any brewing, but even some more than some of the traditional brewing techniques. And that, you know, and four they, of the 10 people coming into the tap room says, what hazy IPA do you have? Yeah. On? Well, yeah. that too. Yeah. And so they kind of come around to it and it's not just a, a sales gimmick or anything or just making something hazier. It's, you know, and, and the customers know. Maybe the customers can yeah. tell. I mean, don't mind me. I'm just going to. And Geo, that's what you you understand from the industry too. It's not. This is not a gimmick. I I like Reavers. Both love the Hazy IPA. I think it tastes great. And it seems like the further west coast we go, they don't love that. Well, here's what I'll say before you answer. Um, I will say this: We've been doing the show what six almost, uh, six almost six, seven yeah. year whatever it is now. And you know, I've I was kind of I've I've adapted to this style of beer. I, I was not really that big of a craft beer drinker. When I started doing the show, now that's all I drink is craft beer mm-hmm. uh, with the occasional, as we mentioned in the first segment, the Bush light after a town baseball game. <laughs> that being said, I can't remember a beer that was as approachable and as enjoyable as what the hazy IPA trend has created. And I thought when it first was introduced a couple of years ago that, yeah, it'll, it'll maybe my palate will change, but this, this isn't going anywhere. This is, I think, going to become a new staple because you don't get the burnout that you do from the super hoppy, the super bitter IPA. And it's also easy to convert people to this style of beer. Yeah. And absolutely there's uh, on your point of, you don't think it's going to fade out. Um, the Brewers Association had made, has made this a style. Uh, oh, you're a, kidding. An official style. Wow. And it's the juicy. Two IPA. styles. Two wow. styles. Yeah. Two, there, two wow. I think there's, I think there's a juicy IPA and a New England style IPA and or something like that. They might have extended it wow. to doubles as well. Yeah. So that just yeah. goes to show you yeah, it's, it's a real deal. deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, real deal. so it's not going anywhere as long as the Brewers Association backs it with a category that you can submit into competition. Mm-hmm. People are still going to brew it, and so this is not going anywhere. Um, it may be it may be a trend in terms of the amount of people that. Um, might be searching for it as sort of a culty type beer or a culty style of beer. Um, but I don't think the style is going to go anywhere. It's going to be sort of like, it, it might just sort of tone down its popularity, sort of like how normal IPAs or how Pilsners are or something mm-hmm. like that. You guys good on time? Can you hang out for a little bit? Of yeah, course. Sweet. Sure. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, we're talking to our friends 
our new friends from Distill Brewery, uh, along with Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits for our weekly beer run. As I mentioned before, two tastings this weekend, this Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Minneapolis location, and this Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. at the White Bear Lake Store. His name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. Do not touch that radio dial. This is The Beer Show. Final segment of the beer show here on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. Live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and we will make way for Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Toronto Raptors. I understand, I by the way, we're talking uh, with Gio from Distill Brewery and, of course, Jim from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And I understand that, uh, Gio, not only are you the, the mastermind behind this brewery, but you're a, you're a <laughs> Wisconsin native and a Bucks fan. That's correct. So you're not only going to be on the show, <laughs> but then you're going to get into your car and flip on 1500 so that you can listen to the game. Absolutely, man. I'm a, I'm a diehard. Attaboy. Yeah. Is that why you, you talk? to still into going with the the green uh, uh, shirts with the yellow lettering in oh, honor of so your Packers. This shirt, I mean, obviously you guys can't see it, but um, yeah, I've got a green and yellow one that I'm wearing right now. Yep. I've got um, I've got a red and white one for the Badgers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a blue and yellow one for the for the Brewers. Okay, um, so I've pretty much got everything. Yeah. Well, and I've, I've got a said, green and white one for the Bucks. Uh, yeah. People made fun of me that I was pulling for the Brewers last year. I wanted them to beat the Dodgers because Milwaukee's a fantastic baseball town. Other than the Packers, I always I cheer for the Milwaukee teams. Why not? I mean, I grew up at County Stadium. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I mean, I went to... The like, level of debauchery that you <laughs> saw oh, yeah. going to, to County oh, Stadium. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I'd sit, like, <laughs> we had season tickets with my dad, and we'd go, I'd go during the school week, whatever. I mean, the cigars, the chew cups... It was a beautifully terrible, awesome bit. I mean, <laughs> it was a beautiful place. I, I miss that type of atmosphere for You can baseball. tell you're in a great bar when you walk up to the bartender and say, I need a spitter, and they know exactly what you're talking about. They hand you a you clear plastic cup or with one? two napkins in yeah, it, right? Exactly. I don't even chew, but some of my friends do, and I'm like, did you just order from her that sweet bartendress? I'm only bringing this up because I know you'll appreciate yes. this. Do you want to know a fun fact about County Stadium? Sure. The stadium featured in the movie Major League. Really? Even though they were the Cleveland Indians, it was filmed oh, at absolutely. County Stadium. See? Wow. See, a guy that went to County Stadium many a time would know oh, that. Must oh, yeah. have had tax incentives to film something in Wisconsin. That's probably my guess, too. <laughs> or it might have been at the time when they were moving. I have no sure, idea. Sure, one of the two. Anyway, uh, let's get back to beer. So uh, we were talking, by the way, uh, uh, tastings this weekend at Elevated in South Minneapolis at Iowa and 42nd from 5 to 7 p.m. Saturday in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street. You can sample Distill Brewery, and you get to do it for free, Jim. That sounds like a no-brainer. It is, and you can come see me. I'm there in Minneapolis tomorrow, five to seven. Uh, you said you might be stopping by the shop. So. I actually have to because I'm I'm complete. I'm almost completely out of beer right Is now. Is that okay to tell your listeners where you're going to be? I mean, do you have some when crazy the mob fans? when the mob follows me in? I will. They will make way. They will part the sea for me to come into Elevator. But yeah, oh. I, I do have to stop in. Well, first of all, it's a holiday weekend and. Papa's been low on inventory, man. I got to stock up. All right, we got you covered. Awesome. So uh, back to back to beer. Uh, we we kind of touched on the the sour programs that you guys feature at Distill. We also talked about Hazy IP, but uh, let's let's touch on some of your other beers at Distill. 
Yeah, so another big one that we have um, is sort of our six-month seasonal right now. It's called Hawaii Five Ale. Um, nice. It's a blonde ale with five fruits that are commonly found in tropical locations, right? So you're going to look at a pineapple, a coconut, peach, mango, and guava. Were you worried um, about a cease and desist at all because of the name on that one? Not really. Okay. Although I don't I think know, it's a brilliant name, by the way. I don't know what corporate has been going through well, right gotcha. now. Maybe I, they're uh, I saw in the can it's trademarked, so that means they went through, and true. that means that yeah. they're, they're legit. legit. I mean, yeah, that means okay. what, you can't do anything once it's... Well, yeah, we also, have the trademark, we also have the trademark on Deadhead, which is like the, strange, the followers yeah. of Grateful Dead, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have that in terms of the, the beer scene. So, uh, we, yeah, we, we tend to trademark... Our, our founder is a lawyer. So, ah, so, uh, yeah, so yeah, he's no he, dummy. He knows guy. what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> he's no Matt, dummy. Matt Potts. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Hawaii Five Ale, yeah, um, you know, when it, we use only real fruit in all of our beers, so that's a really nice beer if you're looking for something that's well-balanced, not cloyingly sweet, a nice, delicate, light beer style that, you know, you can session during the summer. Um, you know, look look no further than Hawaii Five. I mean, you're, it's pineapple, coconut, without coconut being too crazy big. Uh, fun fact. Yeah. I'm full of fun facts yes. this uh, this particular yeah. segment. But um, copyright the great John Lastman, a.k.a. the Chucker. Do you know what a deadhead says uh, when he runs out of pot? No. Oh, my God. What's this horrible music? <laughs> yeah. I only but say I'm that because Lastman listens yeah. to the show. So yeah. there you go, Johnny. I got you a plug. Yeah, I'm not saying that everybody that drinks deadhead <laughs> is a deadhead, but... Uh, but there's definitely, you know, it's a polarizing name. Yeah. And so some people haven't bought it simply because they don't like Grateful Dead. Are you Surprisingly, serious? Yes. They've tried the beer and they're like, I can't support something that has no that has deadhead on it. Uh, wow. I have not heard and that. I'm just like, and, and I'd have problems with that person, just personal <laughs> issues. But on the beer, I mean... It, I've argued to... I've argued tooth and nail to I, those people. But I mean, it doesn't, it's not even like, it, it's just a cool name. Like, I don't see that. I mean, it's not on the tag. Like, that's not what right. we call yeah. it. I mean, it's just. It's, so is it, they're just vehemently opposed to the support of that particular band? Or is it, is it an underlying marijuana reference? It's the support of the band. That wow. They like. That's yeah. incredible. Yep. Absolutely. There are people that just hate the band and. Okay, so so conversely, then have there been people that have come out to to buy the beer, Absolutely. specifically to support yeah. the band? You're kidding! Yeah, we've had wow. tie dye your own T shirt nights and things like that in order to support like the brand and That's like crazy. Yes, giveaways and whatnot. And uh, yeah, there's just some people that come out for it and some people that. We'll stay home because of it. They're yeah. coming out with vanilla ice ale too, See? so that's going to be See? that's a you little know, harder to get people just do to a hate. Co- we did just do a collab with the Hanson Brothers. Oh, we did. We did. Yeah. Are you joking? No, dead serious. Are they oh, almost called, drink? It was called uh, Umbop. Pink Moonlight. Oh, um, how did no, you but, miss the Umbop? But the Hanson Brothers own a brewery in what? Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, and I think they, they, oh, they actually work it. Oh, really? Hanson no. Brothers Beer Company or something like that. No, no, no. And, we're uh, missing it. We're missing it. What? They should have called it Umhop. See, that's Umhop. what I was going to say. Yes. Well, let's yeah. let's get them on the beer show. Note to self. I'm going to make it Okay, right write now. it down. We won't bring Unless they're sold here. We don't bring them on the beer show. And we can. You're not the only person on this show. Jim. Jim. Uh, we're the only person. <laughs> yeah. Me, uh, Today you are. Ourselves yeah. and our guests. Yeah. I did not know that. that. Pretty like much. you guys, but. Okay, yeah. so b- back to that really quick. Is this an established brewery that they have? I mean, is it, yeah. Is it good beer? 
I've never tried it. Okay. It's, <laughs> but uh, it's out of Oklahoma, you said? It, I think it's out of Oklahoma. You're kidding. Yeah. I, didn't, I did not know that. Yeah. They take some of their sweat from each concert and oh, pour God. a little bit. It's just it. so... They just wring out yeah, their hair. Yeah, just wring out their, their hair. hair. Oh, their yeah. long locks. I, I no, but actually, our, our owner, Matt Potts, is also a drummer, and he has played with the Hanson Brothers at certain beer he's festivals. He's an attorney and, like and a drummer? Uh, an attorney, a musician. Yeah, he's a he's we need man to party of many talents. He's crazy. That's awesome. Okay, so before we run out of time, because Mike has a hard-hitting topic that he wants to bring up here in the closing moments of the beer show. So if people want to find out, uh, Gio, if they want to find out more information about Distill, maybe where they can locate your beer and everything related to Distill Brewery, where can they find that info? Yeah, so uh, head online to distill.com. Again, that's D-E-S-T-I-H-L.com. And we have a beer finder on there. We've got all the states that we distribute to, any news and events that you need to know about. Uh, And then obviously, you know, Distill Brewery, at Distill Brewery on all of these social medias. That's really cool. And so this is your fifth year, right, in this market? Is that correct? Uh, fifth year plus in this market, yeah. Okay. Um, but really, we've started gaining traction over the last two or three years. That's cool. Well, it was it was fun having you on, man. You did a really good job, and I can't wait to try even more of your beers because I've liked what I've had so far. Thanks. You got yeah. it. And uh, this weekend, Jim, you'll be at the Minneapolis store tomorrow, tomorrow from right. 5 to 7 from to sample to seven. distill. And in, on Saturday in White Bear Lake from 3 to 5, you can try distill brewery. And I know you'll be there individually pouring every single sample for every I, single customer. I will be there in spirit, um, but I think Gio will be there in person. Cool. I will be there. You can meet the uh, radio celebrity you just heard on, <laughs> That's on the radio. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, all of this stuff, whether it's uh, this upcoming weekend or future tastings and all new releases, everything is available at the uh, the Twitter account for, for Elevated. Yes, we got Elevated BWS for the Minneapolis store and Elevated... Elevated BWS. That's what I said. Nope. And then... BWL, yep. WBL. And, elevated. and then for Elevated in White Bear, it's Elevated WBL. boy. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. But did you stopped catch- midway. Or did Reavers give you the look? Pause. Yeah, okay. he gave you a look it. before I, got I was it. I got done. It. Yes, that, I'm just kidding. I'm right. doing the social media. Now again. I'm making both of you time. sit through the subject that Michael wanted to bring up. Mike, you have... This isn't something I no, wanted no, no. to bring up. This was... This you is and what I we call share... a tease. This is what we call a tease okay. to the audience. So bring okay. this up. We share story ideas before the show, mm-hmm, right? And this one is what's great about America. Okay. Okay, and I just wanted... Please read the story for us. I'm just going to read a little bit because I want to just tease people, but some people have called scrotal decoration animal cruelty but you can be satisfied to know that glittering a dog's testicles doesn't actually hurt them because it uses corn syrup and edible glitter so this i I really wanted to bring it down to a nutshell if you know what i mean nutshell pun intended pun intended (laughs) somebody out there is paying to have their dog's scrotum Mm -hmm. painted in a color and glittered, Reverse. This has been a fabulous last beer show And then ever. I think to myself, why did they waste that on dogs? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could spice it up. No. It's, are you kidding me? Some gold and some... Jim. Yes? Tell me your wife wouldn't love that. She'd be shocked and elated. Well, I guess we're running out of time. We could get her on the air. <laughs> Reavers, and maybe she could tell you your for wife. yourself. Well, let's just say I, I, I had said procedure done. And then let's say, and I don't know. Six months, she finally discovered it. Okay, <laughs> nice. She would say, "What? What do you got going on yeah. there?" And I'd say, "You know what? Uh, I, glitter. I, I'm not sure. Corn syrup and gl- edible glitter. So, honey. are we talking gold member from Austin Powers? Is that it what we're talking looked, about? That's the first pictures. thing I thought of. And you know, it's funny. I brought this story up a little earlier. Some uh-huh. of the guys in the room said, "I don't even know that dogs have testicles anymore." And I'm like, "They do. 
Some some dogs have testicles. Okay, lucky dogs. You know what? This is a complete example of there drinking are, too much beer during there the are green show. A lot of people out there that have way too much money and too much, too much time, time on their hands. Yes. The that's one thing I, I can say is that at least it's edible because you know what dogs do. That's all yes. they're gonna do. That's right. At least it's edible glitter. And isn't that what they said? If guys could do it too, we'd do this. No, let's thing. let's stop. Okay. Let's, right. let's, <laughs> let's 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 uh, let's stop overhead. So uh, your Minnesota Twins were victorious. They now own the best record in Major that League Baseball. That was an baseball. impressive win. Congratulations! So, uh, eight home runs. Uh, eight home runs, which ties a franchise—not a club, but a franchise record. Because as you know, the, the the franchise goes way back. Sure. Not just this particular club. So that was fun. And then I think they come home. Uh, to start a uh, three-game series with the White Sox. We should meet them at the airport. You We're think so? Excited Hold up the signs? Yes. Oh, wouldn't that be neat? You know what's on the way to the airport? Elevated beer Elevated beer spirits. spirits. Just take a left. Well, actually, you got to kind of take a U-turn if you come from here and just kind of... Although, I have a better... I have a much better secret route to get to my elevated store. Okay. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you, boys. Appreciate it. At Elevated WBL and at Elevated BWS. Reavers, you're the best. Thank you, Michael. If you missed any portion of the program... Check out the podcast. You can find it online. Just fast forward through the last three minutes. And you can do so online at scorenorth.com. His name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's edition. Until next Thursday night, hopefully we'll be back. But until then, cheers.